Running is not meant to be stressful, and it doesn't have to be complicated. It's meant to bring us joy, clarity, and confidence. That's why I'm on a mission to teach you how I keep running simple and help you find your inner grit. Let's put an end to the idea that running is just one more weight loss strategy, because the truth is, running can actually be your ticket to a happier, more fulfilled life. By the way, this misconception that running is only meant for certain people, that the ability to run is something you either have or you don't, well, this just isn't true. Running has nothing to do with ability and everything to do with confidence. So follow me while I show you how to run your happy life. One of my dear friends, and I absolutely love this girl. Um, and I'll tell a quick backstory, Ashley, to how you and I met each other. And then you can tell us all about you. But Ashley and I worked together at Ocean Lakes Elementary when I was a teacher and you were doing your student teaching, right? Yes. And then I did my first year and we were like next door to each other. Yes. <laughs> first year. And so, and this was, I mean, this had to be at least like, I don't know, 13, 14 years ago. Yeah. Something like that. Yes. So Ashley, what's really funny is that now that we've been like running together and training together, it's really fun to, to go back to those days because that's kind of when I started running. That was when, you know, not too long after I had begun running and training and, um, I love how you bring up stories of like, Tina, I remember when you were doing this and I was thinking like, oh my gosh, no way. So, I mean, it really does go all, the running part even goes all the way back those years to when we, you know, kind of okay. met and knew each other. Oh yeah. I still think about those times all the time. And I remember thinking how strange it was getting a job at an elementary school because it seemed like everyone there was a runner. <laughs> and I was like, did I miss something in this call course? that like you're supposed to be a runner because and it wasn't just regular running like you guys were doing half marathons and distances that I remember I remember I told you I said do you understand that that's like the distance from Bush Gardens <laughs> that when you run like you were talking about a 50 miler and I was like that's like running to Bush Gardens Williamsburg from Virginia Beach like <laughs> And wouldn't you know, yeah. I've never thought of that ever, but you're right. Yes. And I, I just remember thinking like, and, and some of the stories you told me about like distance running and like the book that you shared with me that I went and read, like it opened a whole new world that I literally had no idea even existed. Like, and I still remember the stories because they were so fascinating. Then like the, you're talking about like the ultra marathon man. Is that, is that the book I told you about? Yeah. And um, the race was Badwater. And I remember you telling me all about this extreme race people do. And I just like, I had no idea that that was even a thing. And I didn't really understand why people would want to do that either. <laughs> and you may still not, because sometimes I don't understand why. It is kind of strange and crazy in a good way. But you're, see, I love these stories because this is stuff I haven't thought about. And I haven't you know, been that person or lived that life for so many years now 
like the ultra marathon world. So I love hearing about that. And you reminding me of like, you know, what we were talking about back then, because it was a whole different, you know, season of my life. So those stories are so fun to me. <clears throat> so, and I guess, you know, thinking back to the questions that you would ask, like when you would hear this kind of stuff and, and you're right <laughs> at our school at the time, there were a lot of us who were running and training. Yes. I think back to like, yeah, like Jen and Randy and Deanie and Kelly and me, and we all were doing those races. Now, during that time, were you ever thinking like, oh, I wish I could do that? Or were you like, you guys are crazy? I thought you guys were crazy, but I did. I actually, my first, I'm going to call it a race I ever did was at Ocean Lakes because of you guys, there was a group and we did this. It was called the, um, it was like, it was like Athens. It was a, it was like a, um, I'm trying to think of how to say it. it was an, it wasn't an obstacle course. It was like a puzzle race. I don't even remember where it was, but like you ran to something and then you had to solve a puzzle oh, and then fun. like, and each stop along the way, you got a puzzle piece and then your team built this puzzle. And I had the worst experience with it because not because I didn't love the people because I loved everybody that ran it. But I didn't train at all. I didn't know you were supposed to. And I remember, I remember this vividly um, because I had family at the end waiting for me, but I was so tired and I couldn't run like with the group where everybody else was. And I was like, can you guys please walk with me? And then we'll start running here so that my family thinks I ran the whole time. <laughs> as we turned the corner, I knew it was the finish line. And I was like, I know I can make it from the finish line here. And I'll look like I ran the whole time. And I remember, I don't remember who it was. Somebody was like, didn't you train for this? And I was like, no, I don't know what that means. Like, I thought this was just a leisurely like little thing. I didn't realize how hard three miles would be. And I didn't do a race again until like, I went through a terrible divorce and I had convinced myself like that I wanted to show how good badass I was, which I still didn't train for. I just knew like the, how terrible it was going to be. So I just like mentally prepared myself for it that time. And so didn't you, care so you that. had trained for another, a 5k three, three miles. I never trained for it. Oh, no, so I didn't care how long it took me. And I just wanted to say that I like did something. So it was just like mostly walk really, but towards the end when people were going to see me, I always just ran. <laughs> love you so much, Ashley. You have no idea. And I don't just say that. I genuinely love your soul. I love, I love you. I love how real you are. I love your personality. I love how optimistic you are and how genuine you are. And so, so you were going through a rough time and you wanted to do that to prove to yourself, like that I can do yes. hard things. Yes. Yes. And I also <laughs> would do it with people that like, I knew I knew weren't training either. So it was just kind of going out to be like, we did this. It was something positive to put my energy into, but not anything that I ever, I never, <laughs> ever, ever. I never could even process running a mile without stopping. So it was never that I took it seriously or thought like, you know, and anything of it. And I actually had a really negative idea of running from like my childhood. I was going, that was my next question because I was like, <clears throat> this running history runs deep 
because I remember you telling me the story about PE, right? Yes. Yeah. So Elementary school, PE. Yes. And I still say it because when people ask me now about like running and they tell me how like they hate running, I'm, I always start with, I so can relate to that. I so can relate to that. And I remember growing up, um, I had terrible asthma. Like I was, I was a terrible asthmatic. Um, I was active. My dad had us riding bikes, doing all the things, but it was so hard growing up with that because you go to the school, the elementary school, and for whatever reason, I I will never understand the PE program in the nineties where like you spend a week dribbling a basketball. And then all of a sudden it's like, it's mile day, go run a mile. (laughs) (laughs) I was just standing, bouncing a ball for a week. And now we're going to like run. And, um, I'm not lying to you. This is a true story. I literally used to pretend to trip myself at the start of the mile so that I could go to the nurse's office and sit out of it. Really? Yes. Yes. Because it was embarrassing. Like when you're a kid and everybody else may play outside all day, they can run it. They can do these things. And it's not that I couldn't, it was just so hard for me. And, um, I remember I would like get anxiety, terrible anxiety over it. And my dad would take us out to that. He would take me out to that field and practice running when I was a kid because I didn't want to, you know, look silly or whatever. Oh, Ashley, you're gonna make me cry. (laughs) It was so, it was awful. And like, then from like, then on, I was, you would never catch me outside. I'll rollerblade, I'll bike ride with you. But like running just had horrible, I had horrible feelings about it, you you know. Terrible experiences with it. And I would venture to say like with your asthma and then like the start of the race and all of the peer pressure and your anxiety building, like it was just, you know, a recipe for disaster. I mean, that was a really emotional I'm sure impact that that had on you. And then you're, so your dad took you out to practice. Yes. We knew how worried you were. Oh yeah. I remember like getting to the school and like seeing the cones. Cause it was like the cones were out in the fields and I was like, yeah, it's wild. It's going to be the worst day ever. So you guys, <clears throat> I honestly can't remember elementary school having like a mild day, but it's so yeah. funny to me that, like you said, like there's no training. It was just like, okay, we're going to run. We're going to run a no. mile today. We're going to run a mile in this like grassy field, which also is not too fun to run on. <laughs> right. So you would go to the nurse. Oh, yes. Oh. And I would hide out. I would, I literally would fall. I would rather people see me fall to the ground for <laughs> Stay there than I would to have spent however long it was going to take me to run this mile. So yeah. I just want to go back because, you know, we work in elementary schools or you previously worked in elementary schools. Don't you just want to go back and hug that Ashley and just be like, it's okay. Like just pick her up and hug her and be like, girl, it's okay. You don't want to do this smile. Like let's find yeah. a way to get you out of this. I don't know. I just want to give you the biggest hug. Oh. Yeah. And I'm telling you, it went through like high school. Like, then in, then in high school, it became like, um, you know, I just never ran it. And I just walked with, with these other girls that didn't want to get sweaty, you know, <laughs> at my but really I just didn't want to run because I hated it. 
And I remember the teachers in high school be like, come on, girls, pick up the pace and have like their air horns. And at that point, I just was like, no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> and I, I had to hide it by like it was like a choice that I was making because I was being cool or something. But it never was that. I just, I hated it. So I hated it so much. And so like now hearing that, because I knew pieces of that, I didn't know to that extent how much you know, it had impacted you and what you experienced with that. And so to think now, you know, I've cried so many times over your journey. You know that you've sent me videos and I've cried. We've done Zooms and I've cried over watching what you've done. And mostly because I knew from our conversations, like what a huge deal it was for you. But now thinking back to the beginning and honestly how it was a thing, like it wasn't just a, I wonder if I can do this. I don't have confidence. Like it was a thing in your life that really you dreaded and so I'm sure when we work together at Ocean Lakes, like even hearing all of us do that, you again, just had this self-fulfilling prophecy of like, well, I could never run anyway. So you guys are nuts. Yes. So, oh my gosh, I have so many questions, but so since we're on this path, what was it? Because here you are, you, you have been running now since November and this is June. And you've accomplished so many things. You've run five miles not that long ago. You worked your way all the way up from zero up to five miles. So before you even started then on this journey, like what was the switch that flipped? Like what made you say, like, okay, I'm going to give this, I'm going to give this a try. Um, so I would, if it's not the easiest answer because it's not just one specific thing. I think it was like a perfect storm of things coming together at the time. Number one, um, I hadn't physically been feeling great. Like I had just had, not just had, I had a baby in that February and my daughter and, um, you know, postpartum is hard. So I was giving myself time to heal and I was feeling ready to do something for myself and to get back, like working out and, and focusing on me. Um, I had left my job. I became a stay at home mom and I had a lot more time on my, not time on my hands because it's freaking hard, but like I had more time to think about life and things. And I knew that it was really important to me to focus on my health for my kids because I want to be the mom that can do all the things that can get on the rides that isn't going to be like gassed when they want to, you know, the kiddos want to go to the park or something. So I knew like fitness had to play a role in it. And I also knew I have this like uneasy feeling when I have ruled something out or I'm scared of something. Like I don't like that. I don't like being like, I hate this so much. I don't like having hate towards things in my life. And that was one thing that I've always just really marked as something that I hate is running. And that doesn't always sit easy with me because who has room for that much negativity towards something in their life? And then I saw online that you, which I hadn't talked to you in forever and I have such fond thoughts and love for you. And you literally were saying, I'm going to make a non-runner into a runner. And I was like, <laughs> that's me. And I knew this. And I remember telling my husband this because I did the free trial week 
And I told him, I said, I really want to do this. And, you know, I, we had just lost an income. So I was like, this is going to be an investment that I have to take seriously. This is important. And I remember saying, I want to try this because I know, I know that I'm either going to get rid of negativity that I had thought about this in the past and learn to do something that's more manageable with my life now physically, or I'm going to be able to say, you're freaking right. I hate running and be able to put it to bed and never think about it again. Like I knew that was either going to be, it's going to be a thing for me now, or I can actually let this rest and just say, it's not for me. And I was like, that's going to be like some sort of freedom, like some feeling of freedom. And so, you know, I took the leap of faith and I'm so happy I did because it has been so much more than just running too. You know, it's like a whole mental oh growth. And I, I literally am covered in goosebumps. You probably can't see it in the camera. I am like, I have chills all over my body. And that just, I feel like that whole, that whole mindset describes you, Ashley, in a nutshell of like, listen, life is good, but I have this part of me that I, like this thing that is hanging over me. Like I hate, like you said, the negativity and you are not a negative person. You are not that person. Like you are the happiest, most positive person and nobody's happy all the time. So to, to keep it real, right. like, of course, you know, you get stressed and feel negative about things, but your energy and your personality is just so positive. And so for you to say like, okay, I don't want to have this relationship with it. I'm either going to make peace with it or move on like that. I'm not surprised by that at all. And it's so inspiring to hear that. And I think we probably all could take a lesson from that and do that with many things in our life. But now to go back, because as you're talking about this, I'm going back and thinking about our conversations that we had before this all started. You were messaging me before you had, you know, before you tried the challenge, you were messaging me before, you know, the group kicked off. And there was a lot of reservation of like, Tina, or like, are you sure about this, Tina? I really hate running, Tina. Like, I don't think this is going to work for me, but you would always follow it up with, but I trust you. Like, but if you say that I can, like, if you really say that I can. And so just hearing the full backstory to that is why I'm covered in chills because I'm thinking back to all of those conversations. And it wasn't, it wasn't just about having a little insecurity or self-doubt. Like there's so much history to that. And so- I, it also makes me think to where you are and all of the workouts you've done and, you know, you getting up on that morning and running your 5k, which is one of my favorite stories too, which <laughs> I'm going to let you share in a moment. But all of those, like I remember sitting at my computer and getting your messages of that 5k day and just crying and crying because I was just knowing where you were coming from. But now even more so like my mind is blown thinking back to your relationship with running and how like you had to really embrace this discomfort to move forward. But so, so let's go back to then whenever you said, okay, I'm going to try this. I'm going to start. And then the workout started coming to you and you started doing them. How are you feeling going through that process of just like breaking the ice of getting into it? Oh man. <laughs> well, first when I signed up, I will tell you, I felt bad. I was like feeling guilty for you because I was like, I'm going to be difficult. <laughs> Not at all. Okay. I, you, you told me that, but you never once were you difficult, Ashley. I'm sorry. I'm just going to apologize in advance because I'm going to be your hardest person to convince <laughs> this is good. Like, I don't like, I knew my hatred for this. So I was just like, and I did it. It's so funny because I was thinking of you more than I was thinking of me. And I was like, she's starting this running thing. And 
I'm going to disappoint her. And she's going to be like, maybe I can't turn runners. <laughs> and I didn't want to know that's true because you said those things to me. You said, yeah. Tina, I'm going to be your hardest person. Yeah. So afraid that like you were going to have this, like, really, I was going to bum you out, you know, because <laughs> I was going to hey, if I didn't like running, it was going to be like, nope, <laughs> not for me. Um, but when, when the workout started, what was crazy is like, I was like, this isn't so bad. And I could like starting at a place where I could do it was everything to me, everything to me. And the meetings where I like, I started realizing like after the meetings and listening, I, I love the podcast. I always like shout out the podcast and I would listen to those. And I was like, there was such mental changes happening for me and the way I viewed working out and the way I viewed running. Um, in the begin in the very beginning, I was like, yes, I'm doing this. And then the workouts got like harder. And then I'm like, but am I, am I going to be able to? And I'm a little anxious girl sometimes. <laughs> like I can overthink. I can overthink and I can psych myself out. And that's like when it started getting a little like, oh no, can I? But what ended up happening was I, even the, I started realizing like these were preconceived like fears I was building up in my head. I was causing it to be harder than what it was. And it became where I just started pre proving to myself, no, you can do that. No, you can. And that's when I started messaging you. And I was like, I don't know about this, but you say it. It's, you haven't steered me wrong yet. <laughs> so you mean like when you would get a workout that was longer than like, I guess really in the beginning it was like, okay, okay, I'm easing into this. But then like as soon as your workout was bumped up, you would have that feeling of, well, I can't do I would that. Be like, yeah, like Sunday nights when I would come in, I'd be like, oh God, <laughs> what's the reveal? What's, what's it going to be? And you would yeah. always have that thought of, well, I can't do this one. Yes. And I remember specifically, the, am I allowed to say intervals? Because I know like you don't review. Yeah. I remember when it got to the five minute interval, when it was like, you have to run for five minutes. I don't remember how long the rest period was. But I was so scared of that five minutes, <laughs> like so scared of that five minutes. And I remember, cause we have to, um, if you join the program, you do take a selfie after your workouts to prove that you did it. And I remember, and I'll never forget that picture crying. I was literally crying down the busiest highway, crying mm -hmm. because I was so proud of myself. And like, I could cry saying it now because like, it's so, it's so nuts because looking back, I've run so much farther than five minutes. Like when I see five minutes left on my timer now, I'm like, Oh, I only have five minutes. Mm -hmm. And to think just like months ago, that was my biggest fear. It's crazy. I know Ashley and I are both crying because <laughs> you, you know, people can't see this because they're listening to the podcast. But, and I remember that picture and I will keep it forever. And I remember, and, and now again, hearing the whole story and, and seeing it all come to fruition, like I bet there is something about five minutes feeling like, five minutes does feel like a thing. Like it's a whole hand. I don't know why five minutes feels yes. substantial, but it's like, <laughs> it's like a thing. I get yes. that. It's like, like crossing over into the, well, now I'm going to be working now towards getting to a mile or, you know, what comes after this. 
And do you yeah. think that like you, if you had that fear every Sunday, do you think that it like, because each week you were still, cause you've done every single workout, you've never not been able to do one. Do you think that's what helped right. you kind of get through the next week? Yes. Yeah. Because then I started being able to say, well, actually there's this quote and I, I'm, I'm going to say it wrong. I'm going to say it wrong, but you really, and you said something um, in our meetings along this line and it was always been like, you don't have to uh, worry about what you're, what's coming up. You just have to worry about being able to do your next workout. So just look at your next workout. And, um, at the, the, story was about like this man in the woods and he fell off his horse and his horse ran, ran off and he was stuck in the middle of the woods and he started crying and he was sitting on a stump and he was like I just don't know I can't see the ends and I don't know who came up I don't I don't know if it was a talking animal or something came to him and said but you don't have to see the ends of the forest you just have to take your next step can you see where your next step would be and the guy was like yeah and he was like so just keep taking your next steps and if I live my life like that if I live my running journey like that it's all been okay like right now training for the 10k I could easily start hyperventilating if I think about 6.2 miles like easily but I'm like no, we're not doing that. We're going to look at the next workout. And can I do the next workout? Yes. Am I afraid of the next workout? Not really. No, not now. But even back then I was like, I can still do it, you know? And I think that's a way to live life too. Instead of looking at where this big mountain of where you have to be, or you see yourself, just stay present here. And that's, what's going to keep you going. Because if you're anything like me or anybody listening to this, is you can really psych yourself out mentally. Oh, yeah. Uh, quick. <laughs> and I feel like that does happen to a lot of new runners. You know, if you don't have what I think the, the biggest benefit of <clears throat> the program is that somebody's delivering you something and saying, like, this is exactly where you are. This is where you're what you're ready for. But I think a lot of people try, you know, go on their own running journeys and really aren't sure. And they may maybe like download a plan or they see a plan. But there's never that confidence of like this was made for me or this is made for where I am. And so the minute it gets hard, like for us, the minute it gets hard, I can say to you, like, that's supposed to be hard. Like it's, it's, it's doable, but it's supposed to feel hard. But if you were to go out on your own <clears throat> and just try to run a certain distance and it didn't work, your instant, your thoughts would be, Oh, there's something wrong with me. I'm not ready. Uh, sadly, one that always comes up is I need to lose weight first. And you know, yeah. like there's always that component of like, this is why I'm broken. This is why it's not going to work. And so I think all of those feelings are real, but all that I did for you, Ashley, was just assure you like, yeah, you 100% can do this and it might get hard and that's okay because if it doesn't get hard, then you're not going to change and grow. So we have to be okay with hard, but also it's doable. <clears throat> and that's such a big mindset shift too. of like embracing the suck. If you like, pardon my French, embracing the heart and switching your mind. Because I, again, I never thought about anything like that. And like, when I think back to like, I, before kiddos, I used to go to the gym and stuff and I could work out for like an hour, but like thinking back now, was I ever really pushing myself or I could work out for an hour because I knew it wasn't going to be that physically hard. And like, you really can't hide when you run, like running just is hard. It's hard. It's hard. And you're going to grow from doing it. But like, you, um, 
like you talk about the pain cave and people talk about the pain cave. And instead of like being like, oh, this is so hard. This is going to be terrible. Switching it to thinking this hurts, which must mean I'm growing. And I can't wait to see next week or next workout what I can do. That is such a life-changing way to think. Like you are not this, when you start thinking like that, you're not the same anymore. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's been a huge, huge shift in a way. I I honestly, I remember finding that out for myself back in the day when I started dabbling in the running arena and thinking that of like, okay, well it's, it's hard. It's supposed to be hard. And also the other concept of like, what part of this hard can I try to find comfort in? Like, how can I kind of settle into this and let this be okay? Like let this discomfort be okay and just keep moving forward because yeah, it's hard, but I'm not dead. And you've said that in so many of your posts, like, yeah, it was hard today, but I didn't die. So life is good. (laughs) Life is good. And I feel stronger and it's kind of fun because you think like, how am I going to change? How am I, am I physically going to start feeling better? And like you said before, a lot of people say the weight thing and that what, like, I'm not going to lie. When you start a workout program, that is one of the things in the back of your head. And I wrote to you about that too and said, Tina, I, uh, I'm, I'm really proud of myself here, but <laughs> I'm a little surprised that this hasn't moved, you know, like, cause I wasn't, I didn't feel like I was losing weight. And honestly, I, I wouldn't even know now because after you told me that you were like, why are you taking away your success that you found right now? Because this scale hasn't moved for you. Like, what can you do right now that you couldn't do before? And I was like, you are so right. And I haven't stepped on a scale since that day, since that day for months, I haven't. And I don't care. Like, I don't care because there are things that you can't control. Yeah. You can control what, how fast the scale is going down. Right. But like, we can control that we show up for our workouts. We can control how hard we push ourselves or how long we go. And if we, you know, sneak in walk breaks, maybe when we shouldn't, or like, those are things we can control and mark how proud of ourselves we are. And there's no denying like that there's growth, like there's no denying that the runs are, are, not impact you, impacting you in a positive way when you can obviously go way farther than you ever could. So denying that your lungs aren't stronger, denying that your muscles aren't stronger and denying that you're not a healthier, stronger person, like you can't deny it. It doesn't have to reflect necessarily in, you know, on the scale or whatever, for whatever reasons. But like when you think back to where you started and the thought of, you know, you running five miles one day or running a 5K, like that was never on the radar. And now because of all that work, you can do that. Like, there's no, like, you know, why, why not celebrate that part of the growth versus what we all fortunately focus on way too much, which is the weight aspect. And it just sucks the fun and sucks the celebration right out of it. Really. It makes it something so positive and something so unfun and so, and so unhealthy because there are so many factors that, I mean, people know this, but there's so many factors that affect your weight. You could actually weigh more after a run because you're sweating and your body's trying to hold on to the fluids that you, you know, had to suck down after a run. So no. And also, and I, and I hate, I really do hate talking about weight because I don't ever want it to be a a reason or a focus, but honestly, 
the one thing that I can say too about like once you've let go of that running being about weight loss and then you're just running because it feels good and because you're accomplishing things and you feel so good about it. Like when you have that positive view of yourself, you treat your body better and you you essentially put better things into it. And and once you've established like that, regardless of what I ate, like if I, okay, so I had brownies for dinner last night or whatever it is, like I'm still showing up for my workout, then, you know, you naturally celebrate that and, and you realize that no matter what I'm showing up. And if you did want to make some changes or you wanted to feel better about your body because that it is okay to, to feel that way, I can change this and what I'm eating over here, but they're not related. So now it's just like adding, you know, yeah. those positive habits onto something I've already created and it just supports that, you know, whatever I'm trying to do. So um, don't you feel like no matter what, because I know when I would work out before, <clears throat> before the mindset shift, if I had a terrible eating day or if I had a terrible dinner or something, I'm like, well, I'm not going to the gym. What's the point? Yes. Whereas now, no matter what, like the run's getting done. The run has to get done. And I found that I, I, especially if it's the day before I run, I'm making better choices because I've done it to where I didn't like, maybe I didn't drink enough water and I was drinking too many diet Cokes that day. And the next day the run felt not so great. Or like, even if I had like a glass of wine or something the night before. So like things just naturally started shifting, um, like for the healthier anyway, but I also have, I really do struggle a lot with anxiety and there's something where you find peace knowing that you did all the things you were supposed to that week. And, and like this running program is so manageable because it is the three days and it's like, I can't, if I'm, if I missed a workout, I could think, Oh, I didn't eat so good this week. And I missed a workout and I would feel a little bit disappointed in myself. But if you check your boxes and you're showing up for yourself, it almost takes any of that anxiety that you could have had out because you're like, but I am doing everything I need to. I am working out. I am, I'm not just sitting, you know, watching the world go by and wishing that I felt better physically or wishing that I was stronger or wishing that I could do these things that other people are doing because you know that you're putting forth that effort and it takes that worry. I don't, for me, it's taken that worry out where I feel like at least in this area of my life, I feel like I got my ish together, yes. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and it's as evidenced by how much you're growing as a runner. Like then you have that yeah. evidence to support, look what I can do now. So like it is working, that consistency does make all the difference. And you're right, Ashley, like if everything else is chaos in my life, but I still check those three boxes for the week, I'm like, oh, okay. I'm, I'm well, doing I okay. Yes, exactly. And, and again, like with this stuff, not being about weight, one of my favorite, like many milestones to myself, and I, I remember writing this to you, I was uh, running and um, I started passing places where my intervals used to stop before. And I wasn't even tired. And I just remember thinking like, oh my gosh, girl, you're still running. Like, look at you. And I remember like that moment, I was like, I'm still running and I'm not, and I'm not like feigning to stop, you know? And I was like, oh my, this is working. It is working. Oh, so Ashley, tell us now about your going on that journey all the way back. Now tell us where you are right now with your, <clears throat> your running and how it's feeling. And then like, what are your ultimate goals down the road? Like, where do you see yourself going with this? Or what do you see in your future? Just crazy. Well, um, I just finished up the five mile to 8k plan, um, which I was super proud of myself for doing because to be honest, 
I had had a bout with COVID and it really kind of bummed me out because I was scared and I got in my head and I was worried about doing it. And I was worried about having to walk a little bit. And for whatever reason in my head, I was like, then you're not, I I was negative self-talk. I was like, you're not a, you know, if you have to walk that much, maybe you're not running or you're not a runner. And you talked me out of it and you're like, stop, (laughs) just do this and you're going to be fine. And I was, and it was fine. And I did it. And, um, so now I have my site set. I'm so excited about this race, the Wicked 10K in October. Um, so we're kind of starting from the ground up going there. <laughs> and then I'm not, I don't know. I have like an inkling in the back of my head about another race that I keep thinking about. Right now I'm loving the shorter intervals. I Okay, I'm, I'm going to be transparent. Well, this is actually a good story. I almost didn't sign up for the program because it was winter time <laughs> when I st- signed up. And I was like, I'm not, you know, I, I, I don't want to run in the cold. Like who wants to run in the cold? <laughs> I'll do it in the spring. I like spring weather. And then I was like, no, stop it. There's no perfect, like stop making excuses. So I did it. And I love some cold weather running. I know it's so crazy because something I thought I was going to hate just in my head. I love, I love it. So it's been really nice in the summer because summer heat and I, I get, I'm a tired girl in this heat. <laughs> and it sucks the life out of you. It does. Um, so I'm loving the small intervals right now, but you know, they say summer training leads to your fall PR. So if we want to do a race in the fall, you got to train in the summer. So I'm training for that. And then there is a half marathon in the spring. <laughs> how the 10k goes I'm gonna follow the advice of the the man in the woods and just look at my my next steps because I told you I said if we'll see how the wicked goes and if I do okay in it then maybe I'll do the half that would be my ultimate goal ever just to have that experience and say that I did something like that it's so crazy Ashley that we're even saying that it's so crazy because it's literally the opposite of any, like, it still sounds crazy in my head, yeah. but you know, we journal through this and I remember writing how running three miles, 3.1 miles straight was Mount Everest to me. And I can look back at my journal and be like, I have no idea how I'm going to do this. And I was, you know, I was nervous for that 3.1. Oh, please tell it. <laughs> <laughs> So you're supposed to do your long runs on the weekend. (laughs) And I knew that that week, um, this was unplanned. So let me just start by saying this was completely unplanned. We had a workout to do on Monday or Tuesday, whenever you do it. And then the second workout, you back down a little bit, right? It's like your easier run of the week. And then the weekend was supposed to be the, um, the 5k. Grand finale. Yeah. We had a great Zoom. I was pumped for it. And the next day I went out for my run. And the intervals, um, I'm not going to say what they are because I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but your intervals are very long, not very long. They're long. And the walk break is extremely short. And so I started running and I was like, I don't need to walk right now. And if I don't walk right now, then I'm 
going to have ran this far without needing to walk. So if I just keep going and I was like, my Fitbit's working right because my Fitbit's really old. And sometimes it's like check wristband the whole time, which gives me, and I was like, everything's working right right now. I have the time, the weather's good. And I was like, I've been, I was very worried about doing the race. I didn't understand how it would all come together because we were doing interval training. I was like, how do you go from this interval to being able to do it straight? And I was like, I'm tired of worrying. I'm tired of worrying. I'm not going to worry anymore. If this journey has taught me anything, it's to face your freaking fears and just do it. And so I said, I'm doing it. I'm just going to run the 3.1 miles on the first day. (laughs) I'm not doing this training run. I'm just going to do the 3.1. And I did. And I ran it. And I remember I was I was texting everybody. I was calling. I was crying. I sent video messages. I was like, I just ran 3.1 miles. Sorry about that, everybody in the group. I just skipped it. I was having a panic attack and I just go for it. And so I ran it on Monday. And I got the best videos because I got there. There were like three videos and I got one like yeah. at the beginning and you're like, I'm going for it. I am going for it. I'm just doing it. And then I'm you kept going. That. And then you're, I think I'm the next sure. one was halfway or something. I think it was, I'm happy. I I videoed every mile. So after it was really after that first mile, I was like, I'm just going to keep doing it. And it was really funny. It was so unplanned. It literally was circles around my neighborhood. (laughs) I ran the same loop over and over again. Cause I didn't, I, you know, I was going to pick a nice place. I was supposed to have my family there. I was going to make, you know, like you want to be able to make a big deal about it. I was going to call my parents the day I was going to do it. They were going to wait at the finish line for me. I had my trail that I was going to mapped out. Nope. I was like, forget it. I'm doing it right now. It's feeling right. <laughs> I'm tired of worrying. I'm tired of the anxiousness. I'm going for it. And you did it. And I did. And I wouldn't have done. And I just think this whole program has shifted that mind for me. Like if it's causing you anxiety, if it's causing you worry, just do it. Stop thinking about it. Stop messing up your mental clarity and focusing on something. Just get it over with. That's another reason why I like to run in the morning too. Cause I am a girl that's going to be thinking all day. Like, I have to, I'm a one track pony. Like if I have something to do at four, I'm not doing anything for the whole rest of the day. Cause I'm going to be anxious about what I have to do at four and thinking yeah. about it. So I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to do my, I get my runs done in the morning. I have things lined out, planned out. And I did it. And I was so, I mean, I can't tell you how proud I was of myself. I'll always remember that day. I will too. And I have the videos. Oh my God. I will never, I will, I sometimes watch them and they do make me laugh every time because you said something and I won't say it on here, but you were like, I'm a bad, I'm a bad B. I'm a bad B. (laughs) I am. I said, I ran three point one miles. I'm a bad B. That was my favorite. My whole family was still sleeping. I was, that's, what's kind of cool about it. It's like, you have this like secret that you did something all day and like, you know, like, and you walk around, like you walk around with this confidence yeah. for a whole day. Like seriously, when I thought people, I've never, like when people say they get this runner's high, I never really like experience it in the run. It's always just like this incredible feeling afterwards, you know, like how accomplished you are. And you know that you're doing something that most people don't yeah, or are too afraid to try, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, I love this story so much, Ashley, and I just wish I could like whisper this 
this podcast into all of the ears of everybody who I know has very similar fears. I talked to so many people before they take the plunge. And I do think it helps that you knew me before to, enough to say like, well, you know, she's not crazy completely. <laughs> but I think that your story will probably help people who are who do walk around saying, well, I hate running. Well, I can't because of this. Well, it's always been too hard for me. And I really hope that, like, I literally just want to stand on the rooftops and shout out, like, everybody has to listen to this because your story is phenomenal. It really is. I mean, I knew, I knew some of these parts and I knew how valuable they would be. But now to go back to the beginning and hear it from, like, how impactful it was and how you had to have, like, a serious mindset shift yourself and then to do one on the journey, like, it's pretty incredible. And then to think of how far you've gone. You've already run an 8K. And then you have a 10K coming up in a couple of months. And then the possibility of maybe someday um, training for a half marathon. Like, that's crazy. It's crazy. It's, it's so crazy. And I think it just, you know, like the whole idea of the half, um, it's, it kind of becomes this almost addictive thing. Like when you start impressing yourself, like I impressed myself when I ran that 3.1. I changed the negative thoughts that I had about something that I carried with me for so long. And what I think is important too, and I learned through this is I'm not sitting out. I want people to understand this. I'm not chomping at the bit to run every week. It's still hard. It's not like it's my, it's my favorite thing, but it's not awful anymore. And it's something that I have found like well, like worth in and pride in that, like, I'm proud to say, like, I went out and did something really hard today. I think sometimes we get in our heads or we see these people that are like, like really happy to run, which some of our people are, and you've known to be a happy runner too. It's okay not to be like, in love with running because you can find like you can be in love with challenging yourself and be in love with doing hard things and be in love with like challenge like when something scares you facing it and going after it like you can find like love in the hard things that you're doing not necessarily like the task itself and I always have like since starting this workout program, I knew like, if I ever for a moment or like, Oh, I don't want to run today. Then I would think, well, what do you want to do? Because you have to do something physical. Like I treat it as if it's an appointment. Like it's, I have to show up for myself. It's important to, I'm an adult. I'm a grown up. I need to eat my vegetables and I need to exercise. Like it's important. So if you do this and what do you want to do? You want to go run? You want to go do CrossFit? You want to do, if the answer is no, then stop whining and just go do it. Because like, to me, it's an obligation. It's important. And it's something that I want to set for my kids too, because that is the coolest feeling too. If you have little ones and they see you like Easton, my son, who's three, when he sees me walking, oh, mom, do you go for a run, mom? Do you go for a run? And he'll put on his shoes sometimes and say that he wants to go with me. And it's just like, I'm so, and I remember I was babysitting some kiddos and they were talking about how their dad works out. And Ethan was like, well, my mom runs. And I was oh like, my God, I do. <laughs> I do. It is me. I'm the mom. I'm the mom. <laughs> And I'm the runner he's speaking of. Yes, I'm the runner. Yeah, yeah, the runners. <laughs> and like, I don't know, it just has become so much, it's so much more than what I thought it was. It's so much more. 
it's so much more. It's just changed the way that I look at so much in my life and the way I, I face challenges. And it's not perfect all the time. Like, you know, like I was really scared about that five miles, but like you have in this group, you have people to remind you that it is going to be okay. Or to say, stop it. You're doing it again. You're overthinking. Just go. Well, which reminds me of Leah, who you have had a connection with. And I got to talk to her a little bit. I'm actually going to be interviewing her um, this coming week, which is so fun. You guys are kind of back to back, but um, she has mentioned that like you guys have been a good balance because whenever you do have those thoughts popping up, she's been like, uh, uh-uh. like we're going to stop because she's yeah. kind of been on the same journey as you. She started with your group. So. Yeah. And we just did that race and um, together yeah. we had never run before and did that race. And it was, that's a funny story too, because we didn't realize that we signed up for a race that was full of pills and have never run a hill before in our life. <laughs> and like the first one we we're like, Oh, that was strange. And then it just kept going. And we we're like, wait, what? <laughs> we are not going to be PRing. <laughs> and I love the story too, how you said she kept talking to you and she said, is it something about, is it okay that I talk to you? And what did you say to her? It was really uh, funny. I kept saying like, are, are you getting annoed with me? Are, am I bothering you? And I was like, Leah, I just can't speak right now. Like I'm so tired. Like I can't use any energy on my voice. Like I, I'm not upset at all. And then she was like, do you want to put in my, the earphones and like listen to music? And I was like, I physically cannot lift my arms to put something in my ears. Like, no, like you can just keep talking. I just can't respond. (laughs) It was so hot. It was so hot that day. And we had just run a mile before the race because it was a day that we had to get in for, but we had already signed up for the 5k. Although I'm telling you that race had so many hells. I swear if we could have just done a 3.1 and called it because it was so hard. It was so hard. So yeah, that day you did your first hill workout for three miles and you ran a mile before the race started. It was so, it was so hard, but you know, people were doing it with strollers though, which was crazy because it was a trail run. I didn't even know people could do that. Um, I mean, it was in the woods. We saw deer and Oh my, see, I feel like we need to, I need to do that one with you guys next time. It was hard, but, um, yeah, we did the race together and she was definitely motivating me to keep going. Cause I was like, mom is about to have to walk real quick, <laughs> but it let me, and I was like, okay. And so I'll appreciate that. <laughs> Ashley, I could just, I just want to be your roommate. Like, I just want to live with you and just bathe in your energy every day because it is so so good and i i could not be happier that you joined our team and that you are such a ray of light you are so genuine and and you do doubt yourself often and i love that you tell me when you do and the the most recent conversation that we had was the conversation of like tina you told us to push ourselves but you know i don't think i'm pushing i don't know if i'm pushing myself hard enough am i you know you so you always you still have those things that are coming back and making you wonder like am i doing enough am i doing this right am i am i you know still able to do this kind of thing but you know you're very open about it and you ask the questions and we talk about it and you know you allow for that growth so i yeah i'm excited that podcast because that's been like my newest thing yeah to a high standard and so but sometimes like if I don't want to do a run I'll be like I'm just gonna take it easy today because I'm like at least I'm running but then I think did I take it too easy it's hard to for me running still doesn't come easy mm-hmm. so I go to run it feels hard 
but I know, like, I, I think I told you one time, I like, <laughs> I went to a workout class with my dad who is like in his seventies at the time he was, I think he was in the sixties, but he's so fit. He's so fit. So fit. He goes to the gym five days a week. He, and he took this like class with me. It was really sweet. Cause I think, you know, he likes doing things together, but it was like this hit class. And I remember doing the class. Um, this is before Brennan ever came in the picture, really. And I remember I was like going all out because I try to give my all. And it was so hard. It was so hard. I completely gassed myself out. There was no, I was either going to pass out or throw up. So I like the class. I left my poor dad in the class and I hid in the bathroom until the class was over. And so I have this slight fear of like going too hard and then disappointing myself. But then I have this other fear of not going hard enough. So that's been my new obsession is like finding that perfect balance of hard. Yeah. Because I just want to grow. Yeah. And um, in the podcast that I just recorded, Ashley talking about, I told her, well, I'm going to record a podcast on this. I literally read your question word for word. So I included that story in there about the workout class. Um, And then I kind of addressed it that way. Um, And I do want you to listen to that because um, it's just those self-doubts creeping in. And, the, you know, just the moral of the story is that there really is no wrong way as long as you're continuing to show up and and, and get your workouts in. But um, you'll have to go listen to that. I do. I'm so excited. And you know what's crazy, too, I even think about is, um, like, in the beginning, we don't worry about that at all. You just worry about making your minutes. So even this has to be growth because now I'm at the place where I'm, like, before it was just like, Oh my God, I got to run this. Like, let me just get through it. And I'm like, am I pushing hard enough? Am I going fast enough? So I'm like, look, I've entered my like second phase of my running journey where now we're playing with this idea that wasn't even a factor before. Cause it was like, let me just not die <laughs> and make it. And now so it's kind of exciting. It's a new worry, but it's an exciting worry. So Ashley, well, thank you for hanging out with me. I literally, again, could stay on here all day with you. Ashley does have two beautiful babies at home that are probably out there with your husband. (laughs) Oh, Um, yeah. I'm sure he's ready for me to come down. Yeah, so I was going to say, wondering, where's mom? So um, (laughs) I'm going to wrap this up, but I do want to say thank you, and I adore you, and I hope to do this again someday, maybe after your 10K or, you you know, on your journey to a half marathon, if that's the direction we still move in, it would be so fun to come back and catch up again. Cause I know everyone's going to fall in love with you, Ashley, because you are a gem. Oh my gosh. I love you, Tina. Thanks for having me. You're welcome, Ashley. Hope you have a great rest of your day and I'll see you later. Thanks. You too. Bye. Bye love. <laughs> Thanks for listening guys. Remember if you heard something that resonated with you or something you think someone else needs to hear, make sure you share this episode. You can carry on the conversation by joining the run your happy life Facebook group or by following me on Instagram at runwithtinareppa. Send me a DM and let me know what you'd like to hear more about. I'm on a mission to turn non-runners into runners and doubters into believers. So if this is you, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Until next time, go get uncomfortable and chase that sunshine.